internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome on this Tuesday, August the 20th, 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. We've had an interesting uh, 24 hours. We've had a study released by the Journal of the AMA, JAMA. This is the... Uh, most revered medical journal here in the United States, and they've said that fluoridated water during pregnancy is linked to lower IQs. How could this be? Oh, this is a bitter pill for the daily beast to swallow. It's even harder to swallow than some of the tap water you get out of Flint, Michigan. Uh, But it's true. And (laughs) the article that you'll see linked by Drudge Report, uh, the Daily Beast article, they actually reference Alex Jones. They reference the John Burt Society. They reference Dr. Strangelove. I thought of that even before I saw their article referencing it. But they don't say they're wrong. They don't say they're sorry. Oh, we'll have to look at this some more. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the efforts by the New York Times uh, that came out over the weekend. And we've now had Project 1619 hit. You're going to hear a lot about that. Uh, They're going to be pushing this very hard. Uh, there were tapes that surfaced from the New York Times editorial meeting, and it was actually put out by Slate. It's a tough time to be a liberal news organization. The news is the lies that are being told by the Democrats, the lies that are being told by the establishment and by their fellow leftist, quote-unquote, journalists, are so patently obvious that if you're going to save anything at all of your failing organizations, and they are failing, left and right, uh, but especially left. If you're going to save anything, and when I talk about the right uh, organizations, I'm talking about places like Wall Street Journal. Uh, if you want to characterize them as right-wing, I characterize them as globalist. But nevertheless, if you want to salvage any of your reputation, you've got to swallow hard and criticize these other people. So you had Slate publish what the New York Times was saying. They said, you know, for two years, we've been trying to take Trump out with this Russia thing. And it hasn't worked. So we've got to do a new strategy. Let's go with racism. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. Whoever thought of that? I mean, nobody on the Democrat side ever thought of using racism as a false allegation to try to get political points, score political points, to try to divide the country, to try to destroy the country, which is what they really want to do. Yes, I know. That's a conspiracy theory. But it's pretty well documented, and you can see the pattern. You can see how they push these globalist ideas without question or, you know, whatever the establishment wants to do, whether it's fluoridated water, whether it's open trade with China, giving them a 10 to 1 advantage on trade tariffs, open borders. Uh, Let's bring people in. Let's claim that the children are being damaged at the border. No, yeah, that's right. Don't ever check to see if those people with the MS-13 tattoos all over their body, uh, don't ever be suspicious of them maybe not being their parents. 
don't separate the kids and do a DNA test or anything like that. Just let them come on through. You know, they've, they've got Jeffrey Epstein's former uh, address, so everything's okay. You know, they got an American sponsor here. Uh, we've been telling you for the longest time about fluoridation of the water. We've been telling you about the pedophile elite. We've been telling you about mass government surveillance programs well before Ed Snowden dropped the documents. We're telling you what's coming as well. 5G, not only the health effects, but the surveillance effects, the control effects, how they're going to be using it to create a social credit system to punish people. Yeah, it's the system that they've already got in China. Uh, They brag in China about how they have stopped millions of people from even traveling, but also keeping them from getting jobs, blocking them from getting any credit, completely uh, controlling their lives. Here in America, we have our CEOs, the people that have been given control of the Internet, given control of social media, bragging about the fact that they put their social agenda over profits. It's all about controlling us. You know, that's really the ultimate end goal of power, right? I mean, money is just an intermediate step. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome on this Tuesday, August the 20th, year of our Lord, 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. We're going to be joined by John Rappaport. I'm sure John's going to have a lot to say in terms of, I told you so, about the fluoridation of water. He's going to be joining us later in the program. I've got a lot to say about it right now. You know, this Daily Beast program that Drudge linked to, uh, you would expect that they're eating crow, but they don't. They don't ever eat crow. As a matter of fact, I remember my personal encounter with a Daily Beast reporter at the uh, Danny Williams press conference there in Las Vegas before the final debate between President Trump and wannabe Hillary Clinton. And the press there was just attacking Danny Williams viciously. Unbelievable how they were bullying him. Led primarily by this Daily Beast reporter. And I was just sick of it. And at one point, I just turned to her and took her on. said, how dare you attack this? All he wants to know is who his father is. Uh, Why would you do this? Why would you do this to a black person? Aren't you all about race? And we're going to talk about the race story that's being put out by the New York Times to attack President Trump. But they don't want racial issues to attack uh, Bill Clinton. As a matter of fact, uh, it would actually probably have helped him if he had a black son. Uh, It was just Hillary that was offended by that. And the Daily Beast is going to carry her water. Well, they're not going to care about your water. They're not going to care about fluoridated water. Even when it is exposed, they jump through hoops and twist to try to uh, pour cold water on this fluoridated water report. An influential medical journal. Here's how the Daily Beast reports it. Oh, and I got to say, you know, when I, when I took her on, she comes back and says, who are you and who are you with? I said, David Knight, InfoWars. She goes, oh, well, that explains it all. Yeah. Well, this explains where the Daily Beast is coming from. Let's do another expose of the Daily Beast. An influential medical journal, they write, published a study Monday, yesterday, that links fluoride consumption during pregnancy 
with lower childhood IQs. And then they go on to say, this will fire up conspiracy theorists. No, actually, it'll show that we were right. It'll show that we were right. We're not theorists anymore, Daily Beast. You are. You are the debunked conspiracy apologists. You know, Harvard had studies years ago. And there's been many other studies. And I find it interesting that as we go through this, you will see they will cite the CDC as authoritative. Oh, the CDC says this, so just shut up. CDC, however, at this point, hasn't figured out how they're going to try to spin this. And so they don't have anything to say. But the Daily Beast will still, and other publications, we got Science Magazine, uh, you know, CDC has said that uh, fluoridation is one of the public health's greatest success stories. End of story, right? CDC said so. So we don't have to look any further. And they don't ever go back and look at previous studies. They don't cite previous studies, pro or con. Uh, only the CDC said it was good. So this is uh, uh, what we're looking at. And, folks, it is not just the damage done to uh, children who are developing and a pregnant woman. It continues on through childhood. And let me preface all of this by saying Regardless of whether you agree with the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA, maybe you don't agree with them, maybe you don't agree with Harvard, maybe you don't agree with me, that it damages the brains and the IQ of children. Fine. Let's just say that they're all wrong, okay? Harvard, JAMA, David Knight, InfoWars, we're all wrong, okay? Let's say, for the sake of argument, that fluoride is great for you. It's safe, it's effective, and you'll never have a cavity again. <laughs> so why don't you just swallow your toothpaste? There's warnings on the toothpaste. If you swallow this, you know, all that fluoridated toothpaste that you get from everybody but us? As a matter of fact, <laughs> we've got super blue, which does not have the rat poison in it. It's got the good halogen. It's got iodine in it. It's also got nano silver, which actually fights bacteria actually fights viruses as well. A uh, little commercial there. Sorry if I told you something that's good for you and that helps us to survive here. So many apologies. I, you know, nobody ever calls out Fox News for selling dangerous drugs that cost $10,000 a month. But if I talk about toothpaste that doesn't have the poison in it, that instead has good stuff for you. Oh, I'm, I'm hawking goods here. Now my information is tainted. No, the Daily Beast... And these other people's information is tainted by their desire uh, for profits. We're not selling you harmful stuff. We're selling you stuff to make money. We're capitalists. I don't apologize for being a capitalist. I don't apologize for telling you the truth about what's healthy for you. And I don't apologize by focusing on what is happening in your life and your family's life rather than this Punch and Judy show going on in Washington. I'm quite frankly, I'm sick of all the nonsense between the Republicans and Democrats. And if President Trump's going to push this red flag stuff, I'm going to be covering less and less of that nonsense. Because at that point, it simply is just a distraction while they poison you at the local level. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, that fluoride is safe, it's effective, and it stops all your cavities. Since when do we administer, since when do medical professionals, since when does the American Medical Association advocate giving people any kind of medicine without monitoring or controlling the dosage. How do you control the dosage if you dump it into the water supply, idiots? 
The only way that you can sell this kind of a scheme is if people are already brain damaged from the fluoride. It's a downward spiral. If you're going to pick any medicine, pick water. Look at all the times that we have people who uh, uh, they have these contests. I remember uh, they just had a guy die from uh, a taco eating contest. He actually choked on the tacos because he's trying to eat them too quickly. But they've had contests where they have people drink water and then don't allow them to go to the bathroom. Ha, ha, ha. Do that on the radio. And they had a lady who died from drinking too much water. And it wasn't because it was fluoridated. (laughs) It was because it diluted her blood. She drank so much water that it diluted. You can get too much water. You can overdose on water. You can overdose on anything. All things in moderation, right? But if you're going to take medicine, since when does the AMA just throw out dosage requirements? When you dump stuff in the water supply, how do you know what dosage anybody is getting? Are you going to give the same? And if you had a unit, if you even were able to get a uniform dosage by dumping it in the water, that would mean that you're giving the same dosage to an adult male as you are to a smaller adult female. You'd be giving the same dosage to a young child that you would be giving to adults. I mean, it's absolute insanity. It's total idiocracy to think that you're going to medicate people through the water. And if fluoride was good for your teeth, fine. Put it on your teeth. Don't swallow it. Read the directions on the back of the toothpaste. See, there's a reason they're doing this. And I'll tell you the reason that they're doing it. But first, I want you to see... Now, we just, uh, now we'll do it when we come back. I'll play you the clip from Dr. Strangelove, and they actually reference it further on in the Daily Beast article because they have been using the idea of ridicule for the longest time to basically keep you from looking at the facts, to keep you from questioning the ridiculous lies that are being sold to you by the medical establishment, by the media, by the government. And they use entertainment to do that. It's absolutely amazing. You know, there's a, an update on this back and forth between Snopes and the Babylon Bee. And now Snopes has escalated that fight against the Babylon Bee. They, they don't like what the Babylon Bee is doing. Why? Because the Babylon Bee, through satire, is completely deconstructing the left. And that's what they tried to do with Dr. Strangelove. And we'll play that clip for you when we come back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yes. I got a plug for the Patriot points I get. Oh, thanks. I've gotten $180 so far this year, and I feel like I'm stealing from you. <laughs> I buy so much in the store because, I mean, I don't want to give that money to Walmart. I don't want to give that money to people who are going to donate it to causes I don't believe in. So I'd rather give that money to you. And I'm getting quality product. The products that I do receive have changed my life. I mean, the X2 has really done a lot for me. I've lost weight. My brain works a whole lot better. I, my kids, they use the toothpaste. My son used to get these little uh, sore throats, and he puts X2 in water and drinks it, and it gets rid of his sore throat. Uh, well, well, sir, let me break this down for you. I want high-quality stuff in there. I want a good price. But I've kind of habituated everybody 
to where everybody buys when it's 50% off. I'm making $2 on the toothpaste, 50% off. And so it's the same thing like the fish oil or the turmeric or the bone broth. Thank you so much for the plugs. But listen, when people get the Patriot points, a lot of times it makes things a loss leader because if you're already getting 10% off because you're on auto ship and then we're doing 50% off and then you do something like that, uh, where you have Patriot points, we lose money. But that's okay. Thanks for the support. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a Netflix drama show. This isn't a law and order TV program. This is reality. And I'll say this, it's all of our birthright. Black, white, old, young, gay, straight. We're all having our birthright stolen right now. We're seeing election meddling and it's time to admit it and to realize we've seen a giant backdoor power grab. They didn't come like an enemy from over the horizon. They came from inside and they came through cyberspace. Our republic, our constitutional little d democracy has been hacked. And please remember, without your financial support, we wouldn't have withstood this withering storm of censorship, attacks, and lies. We have the new World Awakens mega sale, Globalist House of Cards collapsing end of summer super sale. It's the big giant 50 to 60% off store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, but only on 50-something items, not on every item, because a bunch of these are very close to selling out. But whether it's Ultimate Krill Oil, Bodies Turmeric, Brain Force Plus, Knockout Sleep Aid, Turbo Force, 8-Pack Power Stack, it's all 50 to 60% off, and your purchases make it all possible here. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Ridicule is the most powerful weapon. I didn't say that. Saul Alinsky did. His 10 rules for radicals that he dedicated to Lucifer. (laughs) It is a lesson that is not lost on Snopes. They're very concerned about the Babylon Bee. And they have been at war with the Babylon Bee. Not with the Onion. Not with the Onion. But they are very angry at Snopes. And they have continued to escalate this feud with uh, Snopes. It's funny. I was just, we were talking during the break and it just strikes me that it's almost like there's this sports commentator that's getting incredibly mad that the Harlem Globetrotters win every night and that the fans are still cheering. (laughs) It's like, that is his work. That's not legal. He's he's got the ball under his shirt. What do you, why are they excited for this? This is bad. They're breaking the rules. They're not, they're not playing by the rules. They can't take a joke, can they, Travis? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, But they understand that it is a very powerful weapon. See, that's why they're upset about this. And it's also why they don't come after the onion. I don't want to talk more about that coming up, but I want to do that as a prelude to what the Daily Beast is doing in terms of referencing and actually what, uh, what was done in Dr. Strangelove uh, by Stanley Kubrick to attack fluoride. Uh, mercilessly uh, slander it and parody it. But, you know, sometimes it hits a little bit too close to home, like it does here with this latest Babylon Bee story. Bernie Sanders arrives in Hong Kong to lecture the protesters on how good they have it under communism. <laughs> so that's the kind of satire they absolutely cannot stand at Snopes. Uh, and in the article, it says, uh, Sanders bravely stood in the middle of the conflict between police and protesters, shouting at the, quote, ungrateful little dissenters, uh, saying they don't know how good they got it. Under communist regimes. Yeah. Remember, you could have it a lot worse. You could be in America, he said. <laughs> and then he yelled, 
at uh, some of the protesters who are being beaten to the ground by the police. He says, uh, you're not looking very appreciative of living in one of the greatest communist countries on earth. Well, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders has in the past. I can understand why people would be confused about that because Bernie Sanders has actually said in the past uh, and not in, in the recent past, not the distant past, that it's a good thing when people stand in line to get bread <laughs> because there's bread that they can get. And it's like, okay, fine. Yeah, you can't get bread uh, uh, without standing in line here in America. They, you know, the long checkout lines that they have at the grocery store, I guess. Uh, but uh, it isn't standing in line because it's being rationed. Uh, so when Bernie Sanders says stuff like that, I can understand how uh, some low-information libtards on the left would actually believe that he's saying that. Uh, we'll talk more about Snopes, the Babylon Bee, and the power of ridicule. But let's talk about the power of ridicule and how it's been used against those of us who have been telling you the facts, the inconvenient facts about fluoride for a very long time. We didn't just make this up. This was known, and it was covered up by these people for a very long time. And then to keep that from getting into the uh, popular understanding of what was going on, you had the government, you had the media, and you had the entertainment business, uh, Stanley Kubrick's um, uh, Stanley Kubrick's uh, crazy Jack, General Jack D. Ripper, <laughs> who essentially started a nuclear war in Dr. Strangelove. Uh, let's uh, play the clip for you where he waxes on about the communist conspiracy and how it's tied to fluoridated water, video five. I can no longer sit back and allow communist infiltration, communist indoctrination, communist subversion, and the international communist conspiracy Russiagate. to sap and impurify <laughs> all of our precious bodily fluids. It's incredibly obvious, isn't it? foreign substance is introduced into our precious bodily fluids without the knowledge of the individual certainly without any choice that's the way your hardcore commie works mandrake <laughs> mandrake have you never wondered why i drink only distilled water or rainwater and only pure grain alcohol well, it, it, it did occur to me, Jack, yes. Have you ever heard of a thing called fluoridation? Fluoridation of water? Uh, yes, I, I have heard of that, Jack, yes. yes. Well, do you know what it is? No. no I, I don't know what it is now. Do you realize that fluoridation is the most monstrously conceived and dangerous communist plot we have ever had to face? All right, there you go. Dr. Strangelove by Stanley Kubrick. And, of course, he carried the water for these guys for quite some time. He eventually told the truth and eyes wide shut, uh, his final film. Uh, but going back to the fluoride issue and how this has been ridiculed as just the wild rantings of people who don't like communism, they don't like fluoride in the water. That became a meme even before we had social media. And it's a meme that is not lost on the Daily Beast. Going into this article, they say fluoride has been a boogeyman in conspiracy circles for decades. Uh, the far-right John Birch Society, among others, and they were right, 
accuse the U.S. government of using fluoride to usher in socialism. No, that's not what they accuse it of. Uh, a conspiracy theory, famously satired in Stanley Kubrick's 1964 film, Dr. Strangelove. Look, the John Birch Society is against socialism. The John Birch Society is against fluoride in the water. Uh, those two are not connected. But you won't be able to explain that to the low-information writers who are lying to you. I don't know if they're stupid or just dishonest or you know, a little bit of both uh, at the Daily Beast. And then in the next Paragraph, they come after InfoWars and Alex Jones. InfoWars founder Alex Jones has frequently railed against fluoride, and his site sells anti-fluoride products. That's right, water filters. It also takes out the PFAs, you know, the Teflon uh, stuff that's in the water. It also takes out the, uh, the lead that they're not too careful about in Flint, Michigan. As a matter of fact, Flint, Michigan uh, is in the news again uh, it's just hard to tell whether these people are evil or just unbelievably incompetent. In this particular case, I would go with incompetence at the level of Flint, Michigan. But they tried to spin this against President Trump, even though it was Democrats from the top to the bottom. <clears throat> the EPA, all the way down to the state officials, to the local officials, Democrats completely, that allowed lead in the water. And nobody realized it until they noticed very, very obvious brain damage. For the children. And now they've got another thing going on in Flint. Uh, the Flint River has now been contaminated by the city of Flint, Michigan. They've now discharged a mixture of stormwater and raw sewage from the wastewater treatment plant. So if you're in Flint, Michigan, and you don't have a gravity feed water filter, uh, you might want to take a look at InfoWarsStore.com uh, because it will get rid of the raw sewage that the city dumps into your water supply. It'll get rid of the lead that they dump into your water supply. It'll get rid of the fluoride that they dump into your water supply. We'll talk about the science. We'll talk about the study when we come back because you really do need to pay attention to what you're drinking, what you're eating, and how these people are lying to you and still lying to you. The Daily Beast, never saying they're sorry. Being liberal means never having to say you're sorry. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil. It's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like, but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This has not been. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Using free speech to free minds. It's The David Knight Show. 
Welcome back. Let's talk about the actual study from the Journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA. This is the gold standard for the establishment media. If JAMA says so, it's true. I don't ever say that uh, something is true simply because a source says so. I don't say that it's false simply because a source says so. I think the way that you should evaluate all of these stories is on a case-by-case basis. Don't believe everything that I say. Take a look on a case-by-case basis as to what I'm saying. I'm right about some things, wrong about other things, perhaps. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll tell you. Otherwise, I, uh, uh, I won't tell you. But uh, no, seriously, take it. Uh, the whole idea behind this, though, and we see this being put out, NewsGuard, as well as what social media is doing. NewsGuard is what Microsoft is doing, giving a uh, thumbs up or a thumbs down to every news organization, not to individual stories even. Uh, that's even worse than what Snopes is doing when they fact check uh, and they don't fact check. Uh, when they come after a uh, satire site that is Christian and conservative, but they never look at Onion. Uh, they never uh, look at the Onion and fact check them. Uh, they come after Ben Garrison, and they say, uh, well, do they ever label Ben Garrison and say, <laughs> when you look at his great political cartoons, this is not actually a photograph. This is not a photograph. That photograph is not true. No, they don't do that. Instead, what they do is they call him racist, and then the Trump White House cowers down in fear in front of the guillotine mob. How pathetic that was. What a, what a display of cowardice. Uh, on a long overdue symbolism over substance White House event about social media. What a joke that was. Trump should be ashamed of himself for that. But let's talk about fluoridated water and the Daily Beast and how they cover this. Uh, And actually the study that's in there, because I've talked about how they uh, study this. Uh, As I talk about this uh, coming out of the journal or the American Medical Association Pediatrics, uh, they first thing they do is they say, well, yeah, it was really hard for them to actually put this information out there after decades of established science. Look, the only way that you ever make any advances is if you question the conventional wisdom in science. You ought to always be skeptical. That is the essence of science, skepticism. You always question what has gone before. But I question the fact that there's been study after study after study showing how dangerous this stuff is, and people like the Daily Beast have always gone with the CDC or AMA and said, oh, look, they said it's fine, so it's fine. I don't need to look at the data. Uh, I don't need to. uh, They just said they don't agree with that study. Now, uh, JAMA Pediatrics put it out, and they said uh, the decision to publish it was not easy, and we had to subject it to additional scrutiny. And then the editor-in-chief of JAMA Pediatrics said, it's the only time I've ever written an editor's note. Oh, so i got to annotate this. But it doesn't disprove it. And nowhere in this article do they mention the previous studies, even including the one that was done by Harvard in China. Uh, They looked at uh, uh, areas where there was fluoridation, areas where there wasn't fluoridation, because it can occur somewhat naturally. And it's a different kind of fluoride even when it occurs naturally than the rat poison that is being put in. See, that's where the conspiracy theorist uh, theory comes in. When we look at this, uh, we could just talk about this as how absurd it is that you would dose the public 
by dumping something in the water where you can't control the dosage. We could talk about how absurd it is that you would have people swallow something that is supposed to help them with their teeth, especially when the fluoridated toothpaste says, don't swallow this. If you do swallow it, call poison control. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, uh, uh, talk to Crest about this. <laughs> They're the ones calling it poison. They're the ones with the warning label on the back. They agree with me. Just put it on your teeth. Don't swallow it. But they say, oh, put it in the water. We don't care what kind of dosage you get. They said about three-fourths of the U.S. drinks fluoridated tap water. A handful of earlier studies, according to the Daily Beast, have suggested that prenatal fluoride exposure could affect neurodevelopment, but many experts consider those to be substandard. Yeah, you know, like the Harvard study where they found they lost 20 IQ points at fluoridated levels. <laughs> yeah, that's substandard. Ignore that because that goes against what these people want to do. And again, the conspiracy idea is that it started in 1945. And you had a situation in both the aluminum industry and the new nuclear industry where they had uh, fluoride as a byproduct of their manufacturing processes. And they would have had to pay quite a bit of money to dispose of it as a toxic waste. Or then the other alternative is they could call it a health supplement and they could get municipalities to spend a lot of taxpayer money to dump it in the water so you drink it and pay for it. Ah, but that'd just be a conspiracy theory. It is true, nevertheless, that it happened about the same time. And it is true that they don't have to dispose of this toxic stuff. They actually get paid to put it in your water. Uh, but they go on to say, the new study, vetted by premier medical pu the premier medical publisher in the U.S., is seen as more rigorous. Oh, so that must be difficult for the Daily Beast to admit. Uh, they recruited 512 pregnant women from six Canadian cities, and they measured their exposure several different ways. They analyzed the amount of fluoride in their urine. They looked at how much tap water and tea they drank, and they compared the fluoride concentration in the community drinking water. Now, why would they have to – let me ask you this again, thought experiment here. Why they have to analyze the amount of fluoride in their urine? Uh, because they don't know the dosage anybody's getting. They looked at the amount of fluoride that was in the community drinking water. Uh, you know, take a sample here, take a sample there, because it's going to vary, right? Uh, then they looked at the amount of fluoride that was in their urine, how much uh, fluoride was in the water that they drank. These are all different measurements because they don't really know what dosage people are getting. And then they found different results. They said when the women's children were about three or four, the researchers gave them IQ tests to see if they could find an association. And they did see an association between prenatal fluoride exposure and lower IQ scores in the children, said the study's author. Specifically, they found that a one milligram per liter increase in the concentration of fluoride in their urine was associated with a four and a half point decrease in IQ among boys, but not girls. Hmm, well, that's interesting. So if they find it in the pregnant lady's urine, uh, and that's a pretty small uh, concentration of fluoride, <clears throat> they found a four-and-a-half-point decrease in the IQ of boys but not girls. And so they said, well, this is obviously wrong because it's only affecting one gender. Well, no, actually we have seen other experiments with cell phone radiation and with 5G radiation showing that it creates tumors – in uh, brains and in hearts of boys, but not girls. 
So you see, some of these things, like your cell phone radiation, like 5G, like fluoride, affect boys disproportionately to girls. That's a feature for them. They like that. Let's have more of that, say these same people, right? But then they went back and they said, but if we look at the women's fluid intake, in other words, if they look at what was actually in the water, because there's three different places that the fluoride could be measured. It could be measured in the body of water, the community water. It could be measured in the water that they're actually drinking, which is going to vary from woman to woman. And um, then they could look at what is passing out in the urine. When they look at the intake, uh, not the outflow in the urine. They found lower IQs in both boys and girls. So now we've got to be concerned because it's affecting the IQ of girls too, right, I guess. A 3.7 uh, point a three point seven point IQ deficit among both boys and girls on average here. They said the study has no implications for the future use of fluoride after birth. So now they're still trying to make apologies for why we got to keep it in the water. Let me tell you something. Uh, the... Harvard study was after birth, and it was even more pronounced than this prenatal study. There have been a lot of studies, and again, they don't ever reference the other study. Well, they just didn't mean anything. Now we've got to talk about this because the JAMA was forced to put something out. Uh, they did a very detailed, rigorous study. We've got to put this out. Let's put an editor's note there. And then they have the Daily Beast spend it even more. And One half still. of the incredible eight-pack power stack, the AM Wake Up and Work Packet is exactly what you need to start your day right. The pack contains five original formulas built to fuel your day and take care of your body's individual needs in the morning, targeting the heart, brain, muscles, energy production, and more. Each AM pack contains a flex and joint support, energy kickstart, krill oil, nootropic brain and greens detox formula with the pm pack and the eight pack power stack you can rest easy and simplify your routine containing four original formulas the pm rest and recover pack will build up your body's defenses and help you get restful satisfying sleep every night containing bone support krill oil sound sleep and immune support formulas the pm packet was created to support improving your body's bones and immune system all while you rest from the day's work when combined with the am wake up and work packet it makes the eight pack power stack the new can't miss infowars life product i talk about this on the air and i I know it sinks into people but i've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements in that if you go back five six years ago before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits the rest of it i would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were and i'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good and instead the last few years i'm like hey we need to really support us or they'll shut us down the biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they work And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claims are supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature. But Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. The internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to the David Knight Show.
Welcome back. You know, as we look at this uh, article from the Daily Beast, trying to put as much of a spin on this as possible, telling us that you still have the Campaign for Dental Health on their Twitter account. It says, we continue to recommend fluoride following a new study of maternal intake and child IQ. It doesn't matter. They don't really care if it damages the IQ of children if pregnant women drink fluoridated water. They don't care about, even as Daily B said, well, this is a pretty rigorous study, and it's published by JAMA Pediatrics. Hmm, what do we do? Well, at the beginning of the article, they say, well, there's been a handful of earlier studies that indicated that there was problems with neurodevelopment and so forth. Uh, just a handful, right? They don't talk about them. They don't talk about the merits of those cases. We have here many times. Then they come out later in the article after they give the results and so forth. They come out and say uh, that uh, according to a pile of studies, it shows that fluoridated water, according to the CDC, they have a pile of studies. Let me tell you what. The Daily Beast is selling you a pile of excrement from the CDC and these corporate interests. It's just like the big pharmaceutical stuff. You look at this and you say, hey, why, what about this study over here that says, shut up, shut up. Uh, we're making money off of this, right? Big pharmaceutical companies. The people who are getting paid to dump their toxic waste into your drinking water in the city so they don't have to dispose it. Uh, oh, well, that's a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy fact. Uh, they said, according to the CDC, a pile of studies. It's not a handful of studies like it was that said that it's, it's uh, harmful. No, this is a pile of studies. Shows that it reduces cavities by 25% in children. So, hey, you know, even if those are true, it's worth it, right? If you have health problems, cancer, other things, it's, it's worth it. Lower IQ, it's worth it. Uh, they tell me 25% reduction in cavities. <laughs> uh, I'll have my cavities fixed. Thank you. Uh, I don't think that it's worth it. But see, you don't get a choice in that, do you? You don't get a choice where they say, well, <clears throat> studies have shown that if you have fluoride in the water for pregnant women, it's going to reduce the kids by about uh, you know four points in IQ. And I mean, we're not talking about 4%. Well, we're talking about at least 4%. Uh, average IQ is 100, right? So we're talking about a 4% reduction. Uh, you know, if, it's, if you continue on while the child is developing throughout their childhood, the Harvard study says 20 points. That's a 20% further reduction in intelligence. But you could get a 25% reduction in cavities. So you bring this to people and say, which would you like to have? <laughs> Here's a choice. Uh, no, they don't do that. They do it without informing you. They do it and charge you to do it. Uh, they do it against your will. And they medicate everybody by dumping it in the water. And again, they come out, they attack Alex Jones. InfoWars founder Alex Jones is frequently railed against fluoride, and his site sells anti-fluoride products. Therefore, what's your problem with that, Daily Beast? We told the truth and you didn't? You don't even apologize? You're like Elizabeth Warren. When she goes to the Indian tribes in Iowa, she goes to Sioux City, Iowa. She meets the Sioux tribe. And she might as well have just said, uh, so sue me. I said I'm Focahontas. I mean, she, I, I've, I've learned now from my, my errors. And, and it was, uh, I've had dialogues with people. And I'm going to offer you Indian tribes some more money. How about that? Oh, everything's okay now, right? Everything's okay. Uh, the effects of the study are comparable to the effects of lead. 
That's what they said. And if these findings are true, there should be as much concern about prenatal fluoride exposure as there is for lead. They said the CDC has now declined to discuss the study, saying they don't comment on outside research. So does that mean that the stuff that shows that it was all uh, good for you, uh, that was insiders lying to you now? But think about this. Think about all of the posturing and the politicization of what went on in Flint, Michigan about lead. It wasn't so much that they cared about the kids whose brains were damaged. They wanted to score political points against whoever they could score the points against. And even though it wasn't done under Republican administration, they tried to spin it that way. They would not accept any responsibility for it, but they just wanted to make it a political issue. They didn't really care about your health. Not at all. And they continue to push this. It's absolutely amazing to me. It's why I'm spending so much time on this. Uh, as they had a quote from one of these individuals uh, talking about how when they saw this study, they absolutely couldn't believe it. He said the findings were astonishing to some JAMA editors. That's a journal of the AMA. Who had been told throughout their medical training that fluoridation was completely safe and that opponents were wingnuts relying on junk science. When I first saw this title, my initial inclination was, what the hell, said one of the editors. For me, before there were anti-vaxxers, there were sort of anti-fluoriders. And we were all telling you the truth. No apologies for that, but of course we get censored off of social media. That's the things that they uh, criticize us for. We talk about fluoride. We talk about uh, vaccine health effects. We think that you ought to be informed. And these people are saying, we were raised our entire career. They told us that this was gospel truth, right? It's accepted, just like man-made climate change. You don't question that kind of science. It's established. It's finished. Science is never finished. Just remember, it was a couple of homeschooled bicycle builders, the Wright brothers, who questioned the official lift tables that were being used by the revered scientist Langley that they've now named Langley Air Force Base after, right? Uh, he was the guy, he was curator of the Smithsonian. He was royalty in scientific circles at the time. And he couldn't get his planes off the ground because he was using the established science. And the Wright brothers looked at it, and they looked at birds, and they said, you know, I just don't think those lift tables are right. Maybe we should go back and do our own experiments. And they went back, and they did their own measurements about lift, and they were able to build something that got off the ground. If you revere authority to the extent that you won't ever question it, uh, then <laughs> you can't get off the ground with your, with your science or with your uh, devices or whatever. And that, that's the lesson of this, folks. And it's very serious when we're talking about health issues. The San Francisco airport has now imposed draconian penalties for people if they drink water out of plastic bottles. And the people on Fox News are livid about that. And they should be. It's, it's ridiculous if you want to make that choice. But the real issue isn't that plastic is going to destroy the planet. That's all these people are concerned about. You can't destroy the environment with plastic. We're going to outlaw that. They don't care about the fact that the plastic bottles have BPA in them. <laughs> this is pretty dirty plastic. They don't care about you drinking the BPA. They don't care what it does to you in terms of hormone issues and so forth. And they don't care if the water in those 
plastic bottles, those BPA bottles, was taken from tap water. And many times when I go to the grocery store, I look at the bottled water stuff that's there. This is coming straight out of tap water from Houston or from San Antonio. They actually say it if you look at the label, but you got to look at the label. They'll talk about it as being uh, pure water or whatever, but it actually it's tap water from those municipalities. So they put the fluoride in, then they put it in plastic bottles. Those plastic bottles leak the BPA, and the liberals who claim to care about you don't care at all. They just care that what's going to happen when you throw that bottle away because, see, you are disposable. You and your family are disposable. Uh, you're the dregs of society, as Biden said. You are deplorable, and uh, you're replaceable. So, folks, uh, we go to a great deal of effort. We always have. Water filters is the first thing that Alex Jones sold. we got a lot of products right now at InfoWarsStore.com. We try to get natural products that are safe, first of all, do no harm. Safe and effective, and right now we've got many of our most popular products 50 to 60% off. We really do appreciate you supporting us. This is our business model here. Yes, we are capitalists, and we make no apologies for it. We try to get this stuff to you at a very uh, effective price. We go to great lengths to get the most pure forms of these different products. Selenium, for example. Many people understand selenium is a very important mineral for you to have, and we make sure that we get it. Uh, as a non-GMO organic source of selenium. That's why we call it BioTrue Selenium. We also have things like Ultimate Krill Oil that is now back in stock, 50% off. Uh, Brain Force Plus, 50% off. Knockout, 50% off. All-natural ingredients. Uh, that's our all-natural sleep aid. Uh, Bod Ease, our all-natural anti-inflammatory nutraceutical. That means that it's made out of food products uh, like... Uh, uh, turmeric and uh, curcumin and other things that amplify those effects, but natural, effective products, 50% off many others, available at InfoWarsStore.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about the New York Times and its new racist attack against Trump and the rest of America, for that matter. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil. It's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This is not it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil. Using free speech to free minds, this is The David Knight Show. Welcome back. As we talked about fluoridated water, plastic bottles, they're all over. Now it's meat as well. And there's a great editorial on RT. Meat tax will take food off of the table of poor people. You know, just like they fight you for those crumbs. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, those tax cuts that President Trump gave you, those are crumbs on your kitchen table, and we're going to fight you for them. We're going to take them away, said Nancy Pelosi. Well, they're going to take away your meat as well. They said uh, the meat tax will take food off of poor people's tables so that the wealthy eco-socialists can feel virtuous. Uh, this is a great op-ed. I, I love this op-ed. Listen to this. This is how you impose an unpopular, ineffective environmentalist policy that will hit the poorest citizens the hardest, that is bound to create a host of unintended consequences, and is founded on speculative science to begin with. Let's say that you're a centrist government in a democratic Western country. You want to be seen to be taking action on the environment, but you believe in consumer capitalism, and therefore you wouldn't dare to dismantle the profit-making machinery that actually contributes uh, to the CO2 in your economy. That's the bias there of uh, RT. They're, they're buying into this climate change stuff. But then they say, you praise the ideals of the Green New Deal only because you know it will never become reality. Well, this is one of those ideals, getting rid of meat. This is one of the things that Nancy Pelosi and the leadership were very upset with AOC about. You told them the end game. You're not supposed to tell them where this ends up. We can't tell them that you're going to outlaw all cars and plane trips and meat and so forth, that you're going to pack them in a little tiny apartment. You can't tell them that. They're not going to buy that. You've got to take them there gradually. You've got to do it by stealth. You've got to gradually infringe on their lifestyles and their lives. And basically that's how uh, this editorial from RT goes. From this point on, your target must be insignificant economically, yet high profile and symbolic value. Meat works perfectly. Eating it already has an aura of hedonistic moral licentiousness and restricting consumption covers several bases, animal cruelty, public health, most importantly, climate change. You can't just ban meat, however. You can't ration it to 200 grams a week for every citizen because that would be considered an authoritarian intrusion that fundamentally violates your people's freedom. So what are you to do? So you've got to turn it, first of all, into a just cause. Call in PETA. Make the moral case against eating meat. The next thing you do is you put a tax on it. Not a declared one, but a stealth tax. Perhaps you merely drop the VAT rebate that it enjoys, as they proposed in Germany, which currently taxes meat at 7% VAT, but is contemplating escalating that to a 19 percent tax on meat. I'm going to tax it like they do gasoline. Uh, you can have more meat. You can eat as much as you want, but you'll have to pay for it as if it's a luxury. And being a wealthy lawmaker, you will eat as much or as little meat as you did before because you've got a lot of money. See, it's kind of like all the regulations on internal combustion engines from these people who jet around the planet. You know, Prince Andrew and Meghan or the Clooney's or you name it, Bill Gates, any of these people, they jet from place to place. They hold their virtue signaling meetings and then they condemn the rest of us. And they use more on these trips typically than the rest of us use in our entire lifetime with our automobiles. But they've got to take our automobiles. Just have to do that. And they never talk about the entire cycle because, you know, you have to generate that electricity somewhere. And uh, as we've been focused on oil in the past, and Al Gore has been pushing carbon credits and carbon taxes, you know, we would pay Al Gore as if he is somehow the grand poobah, the pope of all energy use. So we would pay him an indulgence for the sin of burning oil, and he would become wealthier. <laughs> he would become the world's first carbon billionaire. 
Uh, so far, that hasn't worked, and he's starting to run out of time. He's getting older. So now Al Gore is jumping in to become the first meat billionaire. Oh, no, no. He's not going to raise cattle. He's going to become a billionaire <laughs> by making sure that you don't have meat. He is investing $200 million in meat substitutes because, you know, they will probably subsidize that. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com what are you people? On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit. Telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back. Yeah, Al Gore may not become the world's first carbon billionaire, but he may become the world's first meat billionaire. He is now standing to rake in millions from a World Resources Institute meat consumption reduction report. In which Al Gore just happens to be a big stakeholder in the meat substitute manufacturers. Isn't that interesting? You know, it's kind of like the cylindra of food. And this is a model that's worked very well for Elon Musk. You know, you punish people who use one product and then you take that punishment, that syntax on oil consumption or on meat consumption, and then you use it to subsidize this new product that your friends have come up with. You know, electric cars or artificial meat from Al Gore. That's a model that works, as uh, Mark Morano points out, uh, how Gore is going to become a fake meat billionaire. (laughs) Restrict real meat consumption and force people to consume dubious substitutes and fakes. And we don't have to worry about the health effects of that at all, right? And we don't have to worry about the choices of that. I mean, you're still free to do it, right? You just got to pay the tax. If you want to pay a 20% tax on your meat, oh, you'll still be able to get it. So Al Gore will still be able to get the real stuff. Uh, the royal family will be able to. Uh, the people in Hollywood, they'll be able to afford that, just like they can afford private jets and the fuel to fly them anywhere they want to for these meetings about saving the planet. They will not be affected. Uh, They will not be affected. They'll still be able to buy their supercars and their hypercars for millions of dollars each. They'll be able to drive, but you won't. Uh, You'll be locked up in the city. They'll be monitoring your every move. And if you're a good little boy or girl, you'll get a pat on the head and a job and some credit. Otherwise, uh, you will get some social credit punishment like they're dishing out in China as well. Here's an example of this. You don't think this is coming to to the West, uh, the U.K.? is our future. They're a little bit ahead of us. Uh, They do these crazy things, and then California does them, and then it goes from California to the rest of us via Washington. That's kind of the excrement pipeline. (laughs) Uh, They swallow this stuff, and then they eventually excrete it on the rest of us. Don Salazar, Infowars.com, has a story that's picked up on the Drudge Report. A mom of three was arrested and jailed because she put her recycling in the wrong color bag. This is not China, folks. This is the West. And if you think that the punishment's being meted out to people in China because of what they 
say or do on social media uh, because uh, it is that makes them an enemy of the state. Just take a look at this. Uh, in particular, this UK mom uh, went to jail for putting her recycling in the wrong color bag. Ipswich mother of three, Lindsay Webb, 34, reportedly used black bags for her recycling, unaware of a new March ordinance requiring her to use orange and clear bags. In a span of 22 days, she left 60 bags out. Shame on her. Uh, She was cited for four separate violations of the Environmental Protection Act. (laughs) You don't think that's coming here, too? After all the plastic bag bans and the plastic straw bans and so forth. Based on the detailed study of a nine-year-old. I'm I'm serious. This is not the onion or the Babylon Bee. That is the reality of this. And two years ago, I pointed out that study, uh, wringing his hands over plastic straws and so forth. Oh, look, we got floating masses of plastic in the Pacific. You know why they're in the Pacific? Because it's not us. It's the Chinese that are dumping them out there. And you know what the solution is? You're not going to like this. The solution is to burn them. Uh, they're made out of petroleum-based products, and, and you can actually generate energy. And you can do it cleanly. It's, it is possible to burn that stuff cleanly. We have demonstrated that. The science has been solved, but we got to pretend that that doesn't exist. Uh, she was ordered to pay a fine of $50 uh, after they cited her for four separate violations of their EPA. Uh, She failed to show up to an April court hearing. She was therefore arrested and detained and put in jail and fined 50 pounds. That's about, uh, what, $75 or something? Uh, And she was given a six-month conditional discharge. Don't you ever do that again. We have noticed you, citizen. Uh, Her lawyer contended that she'd received permission to continue to use the black bags for her recycling as she'd requested the new color bags but they had never arrived. You know, they had this ordinance went into effect in March. They didn't waste any time to make an example out of somebody, did they? Uh, yes, that is the UK, soon to be California, because, you know, California is busy out there banning plastic straws and plastic bottles and so forth. And again, that's not for you. They don't care about your health. It's about the supposed health of the planet. Uh, I want to talk about, well, before we leave this, before we leave the health issues, This Planned Parenthood story here. We have a jury that has now ordered Planned Parenthood to pay $3 million to a former director who exposed lies and negligence. And this was not Abby Johnson, even though uh, she has a connection to this story. It's the same type of thing that happened to Abby Johnson. And if you haven't seen Unplanned, uh, we just saw it this last week. My family came out on DVD. Uh, Abby Johnson, like this woman, uh, both of them won Employee of the Year the year before they left. And Abby Johnson now runs an organization called And Then There Were None. It is a nonprofit that helps abortion workers leave the industry. They said, look, if you've got a concern about this, don't let your concern about making money keep you in this. If it bothers you, we'll help you find another job. And they've placed hundreds of people in other jobs. And so uh, they also uh, helped her, and according to them, Planned Parenthood threatened this woman because she was an undocumented immigrant. She was an illegal alien. They had her as the director of three Planned Parenthood clinics. And when she looked at what was happening, and she said, uh, you are endangering the health and safety of these women coming here, 
They said, you tell anybody about that and we'll turn you in as an illegal alien. So that's one of the reasons why these big businesses like Planned Parenthood, uh, these meatpacking industries, uh, the construction industries, it's one of the reasons why they like to have open borders because they can blackmail people. Uh, they can pay them lower wages and say, shut up. If you complain about that, you know, I'm, I'm going to pay you below minimum wage or whatever. You complain about that, I'll turn you in to ICE. Uh, they can threaten them with that. They can blackmail them with that. That's part of their business model. And that was part of Planned Parenthood's business model to this woman. Uh, her name was or is uh, Myra Rodriguez. Uh, she ran three Planned Parenthood clinics in Arizona. She worked for the organization for 17 years. She, again, like Abby Johnson, was a Planned Parenthood employee of the year, the year before she left. She was terminated in October 2017 after repeatedly making claims that they were endangering the health and safety of their patients. Uh, she said uh, uh, she was fired after reporting an abortionist illegal conduct, after reporting high complication rates, after reporting falsification of affidavits and patient records by Planned Parenthood, after reporting incomplete abortions by Planned Parenthood. Incomplete abortions, that means that they leave part of the baby inside the mother. And also, and this is something that is widely uh, practiced by Planned Parenthood, failure to report statutory rape. They All the time they're doing abortions to underage girls. You know, we still have this cultural aberration, as Jeffrey Epstein and Alan Dershowitz call it, this idea that uh, before a certain age, you cannot consent to have sex. And so we call that statutory rape because we say you're not mature enough. And, of course, they say, well, this is just a cultural aberration. We're going to get rid of it. And uh, we don't need to be concerned about that. And we shouldn't care about the age at any point, right? You know, uh, teenagers, uh, prepubescent kids, kids in kindergarten, we don't need their consent. Look, these kids in kindergarten, they can determine what gender they are, and they don't need their parents' permission. They don't need their parents' permission to get an abortion either. Yeah, you should see Unplanned. Uh, made um, $18.9 million, even though they played all kinds of games, shutting down all the advertising for it, uh, even though they would tell people it's not playing here anymore when they would go to get tickets. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And you can see, when you watch that story, you'll understand why they didn't want you to see that. Thomas Jefferson predicted over 240 years ago that when our republic was in trouble in the future, it'd be the farmers that were close to the ground, close to reality, who actually worked for a living that would end up saving the nation. And today, the communist Chinese have banned all U.S. farming goods a week ago. And We've seen massive increases in polls, support for the president, and what he's doing in this trade war once China put pressure on our farmers. That's beautiful. Americans aren't going to be bullied, and we aren't going to back down. So to the Joaquin Cruises and the Hillary Clintons of the world that want to intimidate people and tell us to back down, we're never going to give up. And all you've done is awaken the human spirit. And the human spirit lives at Infowars.com and Newswars.com. And I'm asking listeners... Whatever you do, spread those links because we are the light in the dark of the night. We are the resistance. We are 1776 Worldwide. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. 
As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day -day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Pocahontas is back in the news. Hey, remember, this is her story. Young Indian brave, Running bear. Uh, I think that's spelled B E A R. Indian made little white dove. Little white dove. Uh, that was her great, 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 or whatever grandmother, you know, the 120, 1024th uh, uh, Indian maiden that she is. And now she is in Iowa. And she is trying to still use this to make political capital with people. These false claims of being Native American, of being an Indian. And I say Indian. I mean, Russell Means said that. Russell Means said, look, uh, again, he was one of the leaders of the American Indian movement. He said, we call ourselves American Indians because there are a lot of people who are Native Americans. He said, you got European people, you got uh, African people who've been here for hundreds of years. Uh, they're Native Americans. And so to distinguish that, we call ourselves Indians, even though that was a term that came up by that despised person, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Tear down all statues to him as well. Uh, but no, actually, I liked Russell Means. But uh, uh, I'll go with the American Indian uh, title here. Uh, but uh, she's now apologizing, as they put it in Reuters, to Native Americans for her ancestry claims. And here's what she had to say. Not really an apology. Uh, like anyone who's been honest with themselves. See, she inserts that word, honest with themselves. See, I was honest. I was honestly mistaken. Like anyone who's been honest with themselves, I know that I have made mistakes. Honest mistakes. I am sorry for the harm I've caused. I've listened. I've learned a lot. And I'm grateful for the many conversations that we've had together. She said that in Sioux City, Iowa. To the Sioux, Sioux Indians. Uh, she might as well just have said, uh, so, sue me. <laughs> I don't really care. It was an honest mistake. You know, when she came out at first, she said, I really am uh, descended from uh, Indians. And uh, I have this legend in my family, you know, running bear and little white dove. They got together at one point in time, and that was back in my family tree or my wigwam or whatever it is. And uh, it's legit. And I believe that, and because I believe that, and because it's an oral tradition, it is true. How dare you question what I think? That's my truth. See, that's the postmodern uh, imposition of intersectionality in American society and politics. 
<laughs> That's how we get there. Something doesn't have to be true, and the facts cannot be disputed, right? That would be modernism. That would be a debate. We don't have modernism or debates anymore. We have postmodernism. I have a truth. You have a truth. Now, she may not objectively have any DNA that supports that, but in her mind, it's true. And so, therefore, it is true for her. How dare you question her? That's the postmodernism that's being taught in colleges. Uh, That's her truth. And because that is true, now the next level is uh, that gives her certain points in society because we have intersectionality where you have privilege assigned based on how many different uh, protected groups you can associate yourself with, whether or not you're a member of those groups. And I just got to say that when we're talking about these people who see everything in terms of race, everything comes down to race for them. Uh, and that is the charge that they level at everybody about everything. We're going to see this against President Trump here. The New York Times has got a new project, Project 1619. We're going to talk about that, uh, what they're telling people, how they're using that against President Trump. But when these people talk about nothing but race, when they don't want to discuss facts with you any more than Elizabeth Warren wants to talk about her DNA report, they just call you racist. Uh, When they talk about that, folks, they are racist. If all you think about is skin color, if all you think about is how we're going to rank people by their skin color, by their uh, different people groups or their tribes or whatever, you are a racist. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy, why are you when we need you? <laughs> if you do this and you are a racist, you are a racist. And we got the worst thing, what's even worse than that, are these people like Rachel DeLiesel, who is white but claims that she's black. She gets herself as uh, pointed ahead of the NAACP. Uh, she gets all kinds of uh, you know uh, special treatment by using that. I mean, it's wrong to give people special treatment based on race. Isn't that what Martin Luther King said, Martin Luther King Jr.? He said, don't we want to have a society where people are judged by the content of their character and not the color of their skin? And yet that's what the Democrat Party is all about, ranking people by the color of their skin. You know, you get certain points for being this color, certain points for being that color. You don't get any points for being Asian or white, but you get certain you know, points based on other groups that are out there. But what's even worse than that are the Rachel DeLiesel's the Beto O'Rourke's, the Elizabeth Warren's who try to capitalize on something that they aren't even a a part of. And no matter how absurd the claims, look at Beto O'Rourke, the beta male. This guy, Robert Francis O'Rourke, and he keeps insisting with a straight face that he's Hispanic. Why? Because he can benefit from that. And Elizabeth Warren benefited from it to get her position in Harvard. But Harvard lied and covered up for that. But then the Washington Post uh, showed that she had described herself as Native American in a form that she filed with the Texas legal bar in the 1980s. Why? Because she could get a benefit from that. That's why she brought all this stuff up when she wanted to run for president. And she even at one point in time went back and said, see, this story is true. I've got a little bit of Native American blood in me. And the joke is, is that it was a tiny fraction of what the average white European has in them because there's been a mixture. That's one of the reasons why reparations doesn't work. There's been an inter, there has been an intermixing of different races. But in the particular case of Elizabeth Warren, she has far, far less Indian blood in her than the typical 
white person in America who has European heritage. So she's even whiter than white people and she's out there saying she's an American Indian. What an incredible liar she is. Uh, but she used this opportunity uh, to uh, go to the Sioux and tell them that she has plans for financial support for them. She's going to give them more health care and more education, and it's not a problem. She's just going to throw money at everybody and everything. Uh, it doesn't matter how many trillions of dollars it is. But she is concerned, uh, she pretends, about somehow paying for this. I mean, again, the Democrats, Republicans, President Trump, the White House, nobody cares about the deficit or the debt anymore, but they do want to raise your taxes on the Democrat side. I say the Republicans ought to take that approach and say, well, if we don't care about the deficit or the debt anymore, let's just kill the income tax altogether. How about that? That'd be pretty popular. I mean, on the Democrat side, they're saying, well, we can give you $40 trillion for health care. We can give you a free college. We can forgive all your college debt and all this. $10 trillion here, $20 trillion there, $60 trillion there. And the, Demo- the Republicans just aren't ponying up to the game. <laughs> Why don't they say, well, since the deficit doesn't matter and the Democrats agree the deficit doesn't matter, we're just going to end all taxes. How about that? I think that would be even more popular. Uh, but no, they're not into that game. Uh, so we're going to talk about when we come back what the New York Times has actually uh, planned to do to President Trump. And now it's hit the ground. And we're going to talk about what this 1619 project is. <laughs> what an unbelievable deconstruction of American history. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that. Stay with us. Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shake people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw, even it is what, what you just saw. <laughs> This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Broadcasting with the power of the First Amendment. It's the David Knight Show. We built our newsroom to cover one story. That would be the Russian collusion. And we did it truly well. Now we have to regroup and shift resources and emphasis to take on a different story. That would be President Trump's supposed racism. Because they say that he's racist. He is racist, right? And you are too. Your deplorable 
And you are the dregs, as Hillary said. You are the dregs of society, as Joe Biden has said. You are Nazis and fascists and white supremacists and so forth, as they all say. And they're going to keep repeating those charges, especially against President Trump. And this is leaked audio from the New York Times and their editorial board, leaked out over the weekend. Actually leaked out by Slate, of all things, a left liberal publication. Uh, It's deliberate, it's planned, and it's shifting after Russia collusion failed to portray Trump as racist. Uh, What Slate said is, uh, here's the quote from New York Times executive editor Dean Baquette, I guess is the way you pronounce his name. He told his staff in a town hall last Monday, he said, what I'm saying is that our readers and some of our staff cheer us when we take on Donald Trump, but they jeer at us when we take on Joe Biden. They sometimes want us to pretend that President Trump was not elected president, but he was elected president, he said. Oh, oh, that's ooh, that's interesting right there. He admits that President Trump was elected. <laughs> he said, our readers who want Donald Trump to go away suddenly thought it. And Donald Trump got a little emboldened politically, I think, because, you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, he won't say <laughs> for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, that the lies were exposed, that this whole thing collapsed. Uh, that we And we exposed it for years. I was saying this whole stuff was a, a fantasy. It was a dodge. It was a red herring to say that Russia had hacked Hillary's emails at the very beginning of this. I'd already said that when I was covering the DNC convention in July of 2016. I said, this is simply a cover story to misdirect people, to keep them from looking at what a whistleblower inside the DNC was saying about how Hillary and the DNC rigged the primaries. They don't want you to see that information because it doesn't look too good for Hillary. So they want you, they want to change the conversation to where did this come from? That is a red herring. They don't want that dog to hunt. So they drag a smelly fish across the fox's trail. Anyway, he goes on to say for obvious reasons. Yes, pretty obvious to all of us now. And it's obvious what they're doing with this uh, 1619 project that they've come up with. We'll talk about that in just a moment. This is the context for what the New York Times is doing in their attempt, their massive attempt to give us an alternative American history. He said, I think that the story has changed. A lot of stuff we're talking about started to emerge like six or seven weeks ago. And then Slate inserts and says, uh, the question of how to address presidential racism was a newly emerged one, something the paper would need to pivot into. And then they go back to a quote from the New York Times editor. He said, how do we cover America? That's become so divided by Donald Trump. How do we grapple with all the stuff you're talking about? How do we write about race in a thoughtful way? Something we haven't done in a large way in a long time. So they're going to write about race in a large way. And that is what Project 1619 is. Uh, Dean Baquette uh, continues to go on. He said, uh, this went from being a story about whether the Trump campaign had colluded with Russia and obstruction of justice to being a more head-on story about the president's character. We built our newsroom to cover one story. We did it truly well. Now we have to regroup. We have to shift resources and the emphasis to take on a different story. So now they're going to invent a new 
fictitious charge to come after President Trump. Uh, They say it is also a story that requires imaginative use, imaginative use of all of our muscles to write about race and class in a deeper way than we have in years. We will also ask reporters to write more deeply about the country, about race and other divisions. And I really want your help in navigating this story. You have to understand, this is a fictional story. It is a deliberate attempt by the New York Times to propagandize us, to mislead us, to divide us along racial lines. This is a story of racism by the New York Times. It's not a story about racism as much as it is that. You know, when we take a look at this, and again, President Trump, uh, as this information came out at the end of the week, in anticipation of this massive new long-form story narrative that they're coming up with, and I'll play you the trailer for it in just a minute, but President Trump, as this information came out uh, from Slate and other places, he tweeted out on Sunday, he accused the, quote, failing New York Times of launching a racism witch hunt. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what the editor said he was going to do, isn't it? It's not so much a witch hunt as it is a fictional narrative, you know, like the P dossier or whatever. This is the the equivalent to the P dossier as far as the racism, racism, racism crowd goes. Uh, And um, he said, the failing New York Times, one of the most devastating portrayals of bad journalism in history, got caught by a leaker that they are shifting from their phony Russian collusion narrative to a racism witch hunt. Quote, unquote, journalism has reached a new low in the history of our country. It is nothing more than an evil propaganda machine for the Democrat Party. The reporting is so false, biased, and evil that it has now become a sick joke. But the public is aware. Ted Cruz also tweeted on Sunday that the New York Times was destroying itself with its hatred of President Trump. Uh, Ted Cruz knows something about that. Ted Cruz nearly destroyed himself with his hatred of Trump. (laughs) So he's been there, done that. And the New York Times needs to take, a, needs to, uh, take his advice uh, as a friendly criticism here. But what Ted Cruz said was the editor says, in effect, for two years we covered Russia, 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 facts be damned. Now we will scream racism, racism, racism for 18 months and the rest of the media will follow us. Ted Cruz said, that's not journalism. Today, the New York Times are Pravda, a propaganda outlet by liberals for liberals. And I would add about racism. Now, when we look at this, uh, there's a new article out on New American focusing on Al Sharpton and on the other Democrats, really kind of taking a look at all this reparation stuff and specifically about black slavery, which is what this Project 1619 is about. In the New American article, they write, if someone continually highlights black slaves that are long dead in a land where slavery itself is long dead, But they ignore current-day black slaves. Would you conclude that he might actually uh, not care about black slavery? You might suppose that he was running some kind of racist scam, wouldn't you? So the poster boy for such hypocrisy is Al Sharpton. And it is none other than Charles Jacobs, who is president of the American Anti-Slavery Group, said that in an American Thinker piece. He pointed out how Al Sharpton has been there Throughout the years, with Tawana Brawley rape hoax of 1987, the anti-Jewish Crown Heights riots of 1991, the firebombing then of a Jewish-owned Harlem fashion boutique in 1995, four years later, 
He said not only was property destroyed, people were injured, at least one was killed by events that Sharpton helped to instigate. And just like the squad, or as I prefer to call them, the Sisterhood of Traveling Burkas, nobody says even that they're sorry. They don't even come up with the half-hearted kind of sort of apology that Elizabeth Warren did to the Indians. No, they won't even say anything. They don't take any responsibility for violent acts that they incite. And then that brings us to the slavery con game. As he points out, it's not just that Mr. Sharpton is an ambulance-chasing, anti-Semitic, anti-white race hustler. When he was thinking about running for president in 2004, he took a trip to Sudan. And when we come back, we're going to tell you what he found, uh, what he did not do, and one of the reasons that he did not do that. You know, it's kind of interesting, I think, that they're going to try to hang slavery on President Trump, who didn't have any ancestors who owned slaves. You know, his great-grandfather, I think, great-great-grandfather was an immigrant. Obama, on the other hand, on his white side, did own slaves. Isn't that an interesting juxtaposition? Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a Netflix drama show. This isn't a Law & Order TV program. This is reality. And I'll say this, it's all of our birthright. Black, white, old, young, gay, straight. We're all having our birthright stolen right now. We're seeing election meddling, and it's time to admit it and to realize we've seen a giant backdoor power grab. They didn't come like an enemy from over the horizon. They came from inside, and they came through cyberspace. Our republic, our constitutional little d democracy has been hacked. And please remember, without your financial support, we will wouldn't have withstood this withering storm of censorship, attacks, and lies. We have the new World Awakens Mega Sale, Globalist House of Cards Collapsing End of Summer Super Sale. It's the big, giant, 50 to 60% off, store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points, but only on 50-something items, not on every item, because a bunch of these are very close to selling out. Whether it's Ultimate Krill Oil, Body Turmeric, Brain Force Plus, Knockout Sleep Aid, Turbo Force, 8-Pack Power Stack, it's all 50 to 60% off, and your purchases make it all possible here. Looking for a way to support Alex Jones and the InfoWars crew while staying up to date on all our products? Then our newsletter is for you. Now more than ever, InfoWars needs your help. Head over to InfoWarsStore.com, scroll down the page, and sign up to receive up-to-date, exclusive daily deals. The InfoWars Store newsletter is your number one way to support the InfoWars team while keeping up with the latest savings and specials. Join your fellow InfoWarriors in getting access to brand new formulas, daily deals, and exclusive sales with t-shirts, survival gear, movies, books, supplements, and more. It's easier than ever to support the resistance. Now you can stay up to date with just one click. Sign up for the InfoWars Store newsletter today. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and start receiving subscriber-only sales and offers now. And stay current with everything the InfoWars Store has to offer.